You are listening to the Kirk and Baker Show. I'm David Baker. And I am Rogers Kirk. Well, it's good to see you, Rogers Kirk. Dave, I've been missing you, man. I haven't seen you in... Well, yeah, there was an event yesterday outside, and I was hoping uh, I would have bumped into you there. I would have bought you nice ice-cold lemonade. You, you owe me. I do owe you. You, you owe bought me. me at Juneteenth. You bought me a cookie. Yeah, and everybody remember that when I bought him that cookie, mm-hmm. he made the announcement that he's going to buy me the lemonade. I know. Let I never just, did. I'm here to report you. I have not received the lemonade. I know. I owe you. I owe you one delicious, tall, ice-cold lemonade uh, here wow. in the summer. So uh, as we kick off a new month here in August, uh, we want to welcome people to the podcast, and we have a special guest here. Yeah. Michael Gusters here from the Davenport Metrocom NAACP Unit 4019. Amen. My friend and my brother, he is the man. He, he is the man, Dave. He's the man. I don't know about all that, but good morning. Uh, it's it's good to be here to uh, talk with Dave and Pastor Kirk and uh, various things that's going on in the community. So uh, thank you guys for having me. Well, no, thank you so very much for being being here with us this morning. Yeah, our NAACP chapter here in Davenport is over a hundred years old. Oh, and I- we we celebrated that uh, anniversary. So been an active part of our community for oh so many years mm-hmm. and uh, I think that uh, the issues continue though that we need to continue to keep an eye on what happens in Washington and and the political scene I think that sometimes it's easy to get complacent and to sit back and say oh well that voting rights act that passed and the housing act so I think we're done I don't yeah. think we need, need anything else mm-hmm. we're, we're good but well, I'm still working how long have you been uh, president of WCP? Um, this is my uh, a year and a half. This is uh, getting ready to wrap up the uh, first term. Okay. So uh, uh, there's an election coming up in November, and uh, we're looking forward to that. And so, are you going to run again? Uh, we're definitely considering it, and oh, man. Uh, so uh, we're just going to uh, continue to do what uh, what God would have us to do, and. Uh, mm-hmm. Right now, I'm I'm definitely uh, considering it and and, and leaning toward uh, running again. Yes, you just got back from uh, the National NAACP convention. Why don't you tell us about some of the things that's going on and what some of the highlights that uh, uh, the president is is seeking to keep the NAACP engaged in? Well, well, I tell you that uh, it was a great convention. We convened. Uh, out at uh, Atlantic City, and uh, from uh, the uh, about the 13th until the 21st of of, of July, mm-hmm. and uh, we had just had an exciting time. Our president uh, is uh, placing priority on voting rights, uh, women's rights, uh, uh, w- w- with a lot of emphasis on uh, the recent decision by the Supreme Court uh, to uh, strike down the. Uh, Women's right to uh, uh, receive a vo- uh, to to get an abortion and stuff. So uh, he, he he's hot on that. Uh, he's he's hot on uh, uh, criminal justice uh, reform, uh, things of this nature. Uh, so uh, we're going to continue to watch and uh, uh, work hard to uh, fight the injustices that are uh, in the community where people are being marginalized and. Uh, we're just uh, energized from that particular uh, national convention. 
I, I can tell you that uh, we are continuing to partnership with uh, various uh, unions. Uh, we had uh, UAW that was there, uh, uh, quite a few other unions that were there partnering with us, and uh, and 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 our theme was this is power, and and so. We had quite a few other organizations that came out and joined in, and so we're just looking forward to continue to uh, uh, fight the good fight and, and to fight the battle. And, uh, you know, uh, pro police brutality continues to prevail around the country. Uh, 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 young people continue to get shot uh, by police. Uh, so we are focusing our attention on these areas here. Wow, it seems like you had a great uh, agenda. Yeah. What about uh, on voting rights? Let's talk about what are some ways that voting rights are being impeded currently. Well, uh, as you know, in many states, uh, the uh, there are uh, instances where uh, there are the vote is being suppressed by uh, shortening the voting time for uh, absentee ballot. Uh, they are closing down uh, polls. Uh, they're requiring uh, more identification uh, for uh, people uh, to submit, which uh, directly affects uh, people of color, uh, black people, and uh, disenfranchising uh, the community uh, by redistricting. And uh, so... Uh, those are the things we got to continue to watch out for. The John Lewis uh, Voting Rights Act has to be passed. And, uh, you know, I could go into some areas that uh, would probably, uh, uh, well, let's say I'm, I'm not going to do that. But here's what I say. The Voting Rights Act needs to be passed mm -hmm. uh, simply because of, uh, of all the uh, redistricting that is going on around various states in America. And, uh, you know, we've got to be cognizant of that and uh, not take our eye off the ball. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the voting uh, hours, the polling hours, shortening those hours, Absolutely. often you have people of color who have more than one job, yeah. and they can't take off work with the threat of losing one of those jobs or even losing pay in some cases, to, so they can just go vote. So then they throw their hands up and say, I guess I won't vote. So I think that's one of the big issues, yeah. uh, the, the, you know, the, the shortening of the hours. And it seems like we're, there's an effort to return a lot of these issues, policies to the states and states' rights, right. which is quite concerning. And very much so. Uh, and I know that uh, uh, Mr. Gusta is very aware of that, and what this we see going throughout our nation is how and, and stopping people from voting. It's it's almost like going back to the Jim Crow era. You know, right. how can we put up as many barriers as we can to keep keep people from voting? And that, it it really bothers me. Why is it that we got to pass uh, another voting right bill? I thought this. You know, uh, everybody has that right, an able right of life, liberty. And the pursuit of happiness. We everybody got that right as a citizen to vote. Why? Why is it that, you know, for as African Americans, we got to be uh, try to get this passed every so often 
so that we can have the right to vote. Why is that? Well, I think one of the reasons is, is uh, we've had a, uh, uh, a former president that has uh, uh, built his uh, legacies on lies and fooling the American people that we have problems with voting. And that's just not the truth. There is no uh, big voting problem here in America. Uh, and uh, he sold us that, that uh, we have these uh, voting problems or we have a voting issue with voting machines. And that's just not the case. Now, uh, w w when we talk about uh, absentee voting, uh, absentee voting, uh, w when they shorten that period, that hurts black America. When we talk about you can't give a person some water mm. that's standing in line uh, waiting to vote. I mean, that's just atrocious. I mean, mm. it's, it's crazy. And so uh, these are the kind of things that are, are, are built in from various factions within our community uh, that has been there for years and has resurfaced. And that's why we must always keep our eye on the prize. We can't take this here voting issue for granted. If the Supreme Court would take away uh, the women's right uh, to abortion, uh, uh, for abortion, then what's next? And so we've got to be ever focused on making sure that every American has that basic right to vote, and we as people in the community have to exercise that vote. That's our power. Yeah, I think within hours of that Supreme Court decision, Derek Johnson sent out a national email uh, condemning th the action of the court. So the NAACP was the first organization, I believe, right. nationally in line. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, we we're standing behind the women's right uh, to uh, make a decision about their bodies. No one has that right. Uh, everybody knows what the Bible says about uh, 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 abortion. But that's between a woman and, their, and, and, and God. Mm -hmm. and, and that decision has to be left to that person to make that decision. So, uh, you know, when you got old men making a decision for uh, women and you don't have any women involved in something that's of interest to them, I got a problem with that. Mm. And so that further uh, just erodes the rights that we have uh, in this uh, country. And, you know, right now it's, 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 it's women's right to, uh, to choice. And so I, I ask you again, what's next? And, and you know, with, uh, even in the schools, when, when, when you start to have, uh, and I hate to keep bouncing around, but when you have, uh, critical race theories when you have uh, people hiding behind the fact that, uh, you know, your history of this your country cannot be taught in classrooms, and uh, that's just crazy. I mean, how do you correct your path if you don't know where you come from to keep from going back to that particular place? Right. And so it's just crazy. Well, you said something a moment ago about, you know, about, abortion, you know, I've discovered that you cannot legislate morality. I mean, uh, that's something you just can't do. You, 
Uh, so because if a person want to do it bad enough, they're going to do it, you know. Right. And the thing is that we've seen what has happened in the past of women uh, dying because of of illegal abortion, as we want to call it, uh, take it in their own hands to do it, you know. Uh, so, but, yeah, that's what we, we're we faced with. But you said something else, uh, that uh, the way the court is going, and I think Clarence Thomas said it best, he says that there are other things that the court needs to take up that has been passed already, you know. So that's concerning, yeah. Very concerning. Yeah. Well, and I know that NAACP on the national level is always looking out for the people trying to repeal Brown versus the Board of Education, which basically said separate but equal is not okay. Mm-hmm. And they're saying that this is a technicality and the way that legislation was passed in the 50s and that was a Supreme Court landmark that they said, no, everybody should be on the same playing field. But there are people who want to go back to separate but equal. Mm -hmm. So you can have a black golf course. Mm -hmm. It'd be a nice golf course. You have a white golf course, but but the two don't mix. And Mm -hmm. But there are people who want to revert to that. In 2022... And so NAACP, I know that's one of the things Derek Johnson says that they watch closely. Yeah. They got to keep, as you said, the eyes on the prize, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, There's always somebody trying to do something. Well, in this day and time, uh, w- 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 uh, when you look at the, uh, the atmosphere that's, well, that, that, that's in this country, the, 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 uh, the divisiveness that's, that, that's in this country, and where you have 40% of the uh, the country would say that, uh, hey, uh, white supremacy is okay. You uh, you can't ever stop fighting for equal rights, for people rights, for gay rights. For you can't stop fighting for women rights. You can't stop fighting for the helping uh, those who have been marginalized. That's always uh, what what I deem is, is important is to keep moving forward and, and and never moving backwards. And and sometimes we get a little bit complacent because we have uh, a few things. But but I just want the people to know that we have not arrived yet, and 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 we always got to keep that 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 mindset that uh, as long as we don't go out and vote, and it always get back to this uh, voting fact. As far as I'm mm-hmm, concerned, mm-hmm. if we don't go out and vote, then uh, those in certain places of government get to make the choice of who comes into your community or, or what laws are implemented in your community, and you have no say. So that is your power. Your vote is your power, and many people struggle in order to give us that ability to uh, to make this vote. Dave said it earlier that, you know, people have become so complacent, you know. Uh, you put laws up and put some barriers up. Oh, well, that's what it's going to be. And, you know, that barriers have been um, been made to, to be broken down. So that's what we got to do. We have to vote, you know, to get people uh, in, in position at the table where decisions are made uh, that's going to really make a difference in our community. Uh, we had uh, Ryan up here uh, a few weeks ago. Ryan Sadler. Ryan yeah, Sadler, yeah. yeah. Uh, friends of MLK. And you are the 
I'm the president of the uh, uh, of, of Friends of MLK, and I work very closely with Ryan. And Ryan's doing a great job down there. Uh, we, we we are in the uh, process of, uh, of of trying to build this park down there and raising funds for that. And so it's going along pretty good. And uh, you know, we invite people to go to our page and. And, and make a donation if you so choose to. But we we, we are keeping uh, Black history of uh, within the community alive, so that that our children can know their history, even here within Davenport in the Quad Cities areas mm-hmm. and stuff. So right. Well, well you- and yeah, it wasn't that long ago. Charles Tony, who just lived down the street from St. Ambrose University, he and his wife. Went out one evening, it was really hot out, it was a day like today, a warm day in the evening, and they went down to a little ice cream shop on Harrison Street, and they were denied service. And at the time, the the first response from the ice cream shop was, well, we denied them service because they we didn't like their behavior. They were unruly customers. Um, but then they changed their opinion and said, no, we denied their them service based on race because mm. they were black. And so th- that was a f- landmark case that started in our community, mm-hmm. national, on a national level, that was well known that that happened. Just a couple out for a, a simple yeah. scoop of ice cream on a hot day. Yeah. And uh, it could be anybody. You could be denied for any purpose and it becomes a civil rights issue. So uh, you, you, you treat everyone as fair as possible. And, and that's the entire message, you know, that's, that's civil rights. That's, that's what we're here for is to, to treat each other right. Um, so, you know, right here in our own community, as you know, you, the Friends of MLK will be celebrating that, that legacy of King. And uh, so that's exciting. It's, it's a destination. Yes, yes. Uh, well, we're pretty excited about what, what's going on, and it's going to be a repository uh, for, for, like I said, for, things uh, of uh, the history here within the Quad Cities and so that uh, we can fall back and reflect on that and that uh, we can show uh, uh, future generations uh, just the kind of impact that uh, ordinary uh, uh, Davenport people had uh, um, uh, or impact that they made in this particular area on, on, in civil rights. Yeah, absolutely. You wear, you wear a lot of hats, president of the NAACP, president... Uh, friends of MLK? Well, I, I tell you, uh, it, it's a busy time, and uh, uh, and I can tell you it gets really, really busy at some times and stuff, but uh, the, the effort and the uh, the things that uh, I guess the, the gratification comes uh, knowing that you're doing something in the community to, uh, to help in a racial justice process. Uh, platform and, and, and trying to make it better, not just for uh, one part of the community, but the whole part of the community. And we have to realize that if, uh, if we pull the uh, whole community together, everybody wins, mm-hmm. and we have a community that is inclusive whether that, rather than have a community that's uh, apart. Well, tell us about the uh, this coming up event, uh, the... Uh the NAACP uh, Freedom Fund Banquet. Oh, on, on the 24th of uh, September, we will hold our first 
Freedom Farm Ball since uh, COVID. Uh, as you all know, we've been in, uh, been sidelined like a lot of a lot of other people because of uh, COVID, and uh, we hadn't had a uh, Freedom Farm Ball for the last couple of years, and so mm-hmm. this is going to be our first one, and uh, we're going to do it and conduct it uh, within uh, uh, the uh, previews of uh, CDC guidelines. And so uh, we're going to have our national uh, uh, board director, uh, Diedrich Doolin, that's going to be our keynote speaker. We're going to highlight some of our youth uh, there as well. And, and we're excited about this uh, being the first one that we've been able to have uh, since COVID uh, kind of hit the whole country or the whole world and stuff. So, But it, it's it's going to be exciting. Uh, well, tell us how can we get tickets? Where it's going to be? Give us all that good information. Well, the we want to know the the uh, the Freedom Fund Ball is going to be held at uh, right here at uh, St. Ambrose, uh, the Rogowski Center, on the twenty fourth uh, uh, of uh, September. Uh, the it starts at six. Uh, the uh, and so that, that that's where it's going to be. Tickets can be uh, uh, purchased uh, from uh, myself. Uh, Mike Gusser will be putting some information out about uh, who has tickets and all that good stuff. As a matter of fact, uh, I'm leaving here in a few minutes going to our first meeting where we're going to be distributing uh, tickets to our members. And so uh, we'll have some flyers and flyers out as to where uh, the tickets are going to be available. We're going to be utilizing uh, uh, other media platform to uh, let people know where they can get them, and we're going to be also reaching out to the community. Good, good. And the uh, community has also availed the opportunity to buy a table uh, worth of of, uh, seats for the event. But I would uh, also caution those businesses and community organizations that do that come to the event absolutely because having an empty table which i've seen before a couple of out there i'm very surprised and they didn't show up no one showed up (laughs) from the organization so be there come to it um it's great information it's inspiring you always uh leave there and you feel energized and ready to go out and make a change and i think that's what that's what it's about and it's a moving uh event and the food is always outstanding. That's what yeah. Kirk and I, we kind of keep track of the food. Yeah, we too. keep track. We got a little scorecard. We keep track. Yeah. Uh, last last time Peach it was cobbler, pretty good. Yeah. Peach cobbler, yeah. all those things. Uh, well, uh, the food is always wonderful, too. And it's good fellowship. You get to see some people you haven't seen in a while. Well, the food's not going to change. So uh, we, 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 the peach cobbler's going to be there, I guarantee you. <laughs> so uh, if, if nothing else, that's going to be there. Oh, my and, favorites. Uh, okay. You know, we got the real some chicken and uh, the greens and other uh, uh, vegetables and stuff. So uh, it's 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 going to be laid out like it normally is and stuff. And well, so, the Kirk and Baker show going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be there. Yes, absolutely. We should have a table. Yeah, yeah, we should have a table. Let's work on that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Hey, we got. We don't have a lot of time. We'll get that together though. Yeah, we'll we'll be to see you guys. So don't worry about it. So. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so we, we talked a little bit about uh, some of the hats you wear and the NAACP uh, hat. Let's go back to that. 
Uh, a lot of people may not know NAACP does a lot of things behind the scenes in the community when there are issues of civil rights, especially when there's individuals involved and let's say an individual's got a problem with a place of employment and NAACP does a lot of unsung hero oh, yeah. activities that they don't get the media attention because it's confidential in some ways because you're working through issues like that. But that's some of what you guys do. What not you guys, us guys, because we're all members of yeah. <laughs> absolutely. But but you're executive, the executive branch of, yeah. the, of the local group. Yeah, absolutely. The legal redress team uh, gets involved with uh, a number of uh, discrimination complaints, and uh, we work with uh, various uh, organizations, uh, 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 industry here in the uh, Davenport area to. Uh, just to arbitrate uh, uh, some of the issues that people bring before us, and uh, and, and I don't want to discuss them, but uh, right. discrimination is still very prevalent. Uh, we uh, we work with our police department, uh, even when uh, they are uh, we get complaints against them, and uh, we have a biweekly meeting with them to discuss issues. Uh, with them to uh, make sure that uh, uh, we can get things solved and, and, and just uh, keep a working relationship with them so as to uh, to prevent things like uh, uh, the Floyd incident that happened in, in Minnesota. And so, uh, and it's working pretty good so far. And, uh, and I think uh, one, one other thing, even uh, with the school system, uh, we work with uh, our superintendent to uh, to try to work through issues before they become issues, <clears throat> and work with parents to uh, to try to alleviate uh, uh, those problems that they have with uh, the uh, uh, the staff there uh, within the schools. Uh, we've got uh, our women in the NAACP is uh, beginning beginning this summer uh, this school year are going to be working directly uh, with uh, some of our young women. Uh, mentoring them and things of this nature. So those are some of the few things yeah. that we're doing and stuff. And even myself, I've uh, become a mentor uh, within the uh, school system uh, to uh, to help out as well. And there, of course, there's the youth group. Oh, and they're doing some wonderful positive and things. I tell you, the youth group just uh, we just had a Carolyn uh, Carol Johnson is yeah. uh, the the, the advisor youth, uh, for yeah. the youth. Yeah, and and, and we just. Uh, she just had a uh, a freedom fund ball for them, a uh, 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 banquet for them mm-hmm. on Thursday, yeah. and so it was a real success. They had all the kids out uh, doing their dancing and singing and stuff, and it was just a great time. And so it, it was good to see our kids in activities, uh, something in a positive area and right. stuff, and 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 have our branch, not our branch, but our youth branch uh, uh, involved with that and, and, and trying to nurture uh, our kids. Absolutely. Very good. Yeah. Well, uh, also, you um, became in partnership, as a sponsor uh, with the TMBC Lincoln Resource Center. Absolutely. And doing the effective parenting class, which was starting uh, later this month. Absolutely, yeah. and we, we 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 were more than happy to do that because, you know, you either gotta uh, put up a shut up 
And so, you know, when when you're talking about educating our kids and stuff, uh, that's very important and stuff. And so we are just uh, behind that 100 percent and, and, and want to continue to support uh, that effort in any kind of way that we can. Well, I want to say thank you guys, the NAACP, for, you know, being a co-sponsor because, you know, it's always been my, my thing of, of that it has to start in the home and we have to begin to, to do help help young parents be to to be effective in, in raising their children. Yep. Give them the tools that they need. And so uh I just wanna say again thank you to you and then also since you are president of the Friends of MLK and Friends of MLK has decided to come alongside of us and to be co-sponsors along with the Becknell Trust. Great. Well, we're, we're glad to do it. And, and let me just tell you, Pastor Kirk, when, when we talk about a village, it takes a village to uh, uh, to raise a child. That is so true. And, and, and I think we've gotten away from that. And, and that's probably one of the areas that we could tighten up and help uh, uh, mentor uh, uh, some help m- mentor our kids and in, into being better citizens and, and and coaching them along and putting them along and making them successful mm-hmm. and, and being better better citizens within our community and stuff and so Absolutely. education is so key. Mm-hmm. That's one of the missions. Uh, part of our mission statement uh, at the TMBC Lincoln Resource Center is just what you're saying, and that's why we're working. Uh, not only with the kids, but with parents, but yeah. just making our entire community a better place. Absolutely. Well, we talked about the Freedom Fund Banquet. What about membership and anybody listening that's local or regional, they're from the area, how do they join the Metrocom, Davenport Metrocom NAACP? Well, you can uh, go to our webpage, www.davenportnaacp.org. And uh, there is a uh, place on there that uh, uh, you can click on the button to join, put your information in there, or you can click on the button to receive more information. Uh, We'll be glad to contact you and uh, talk to you about it and uh, provide whatever information that you might need. And so we are happy to uh, have uh, more members and to have the support of the community in this area, and we always could use uh, more help in this area. Mm. Where do you meet? Where are you meeting at? We, we're meet, meeting on Zoom right now uh, uh, every uh, third uh, Thursday at 6 p.m., and uh, that's probably not going to change anytime soon, but uh, uh, more information to come on when we're going to change that, and we'll put that out on the web page and uh, our, uh, our uh, Facebook page. And stuff, but that's why we meet uh, via Zoom. Okay. And there's always room to participate if you've got some time to volunteer and work on one of the committees. Absolutely. Um, they're always looking for help. Absolutely. I, I, absolutely. Like I said, it takes a village. We need every hand on deck. And uh, this is uh, one of those times where we need uh, the people in the community to just come out. And, 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 and when we all work together, we call that uh, power. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, anything else you'd like to add, uh, Michael Guster? Well, uh, Dave, uh, Pastor Kirk, uh, it's just such a pleasure to be here with you guys today. And I, 
I, I don't have anything else other than uh, to say is that we're going to continue to move forward. We're going to continue to forge relationships in the community to try to help make this community a better place for everyone and just not the few. And uh, th th that's our mission. Uh, and, and we won't stop and uh, we'll keep working uh, no matter where we are uh, in this community. Well, great. We thank you so very much for uh, taking time out to be a part of the Kirk and Baker show. It just look, this is not going to be your last time now. You got, <laughs> no. you know. And like Curtis Mayfield said in the song, We're a Winner, we're moving on up. Curt Curtis, Curtis. Lord have mercy. Curtis, who? Curtis, Curtis Moss. It's maybe what? before your time. Yeah, he was with a group called The Impressions. Impressions. But, you know, yeah. You know, you know I'm, I'm fairly young, Dave. I know, I know. We get into this, but. Uh, well, you have been listening to the Kirk and Baker Show. We want to thank our special guest, Michael Guster yeah. from the Davenport Metrocom 4019, Unit 4019 of the NAACP. And uh, we couldn't have had a good podcast today without you. So thank you. And you got to come thank back you. again. Thank you. And we want to remind everyone the opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the hosts and the guest, and not necessarily those of KALA, FM, or St. Ambrose University. But you have been listening to the Kirk and Baker Show, and we'll catch you next time. We'll catch you next time.